This episode of Race Wife Unfiltered is sponsored by the I-55 Street Stock Shootout at Pike County Speedway. Hey there, race fans. Get ready for an adrenaline-fueled weekend at Pike County Speedway, where the rubber meets the road for the highly anticipated I-55 Street Stock Shootout. Brought to you by the Mississippi Street Stock Series, presented by Jackson Industrial Services and Big Al Lubricants. Mark your calendars for Friday, June 30th, and Saturday, July 1st, because you won't want to miss a single lap of this action-packed event. But wait, there's more. We've got an open practice day on Thursday, June 29th, exclusively for the pits. On Friday night, buckle up for an electrifying lineup featuring limited modifieds, street stocks, mini wedges, and pure factory stocks. Witness the thrill as drivers battle it out in qualifying and heat races, pushing their cars to the limit. Saturday night brings even more heart-pounding excitement. Get ready for street stocks, factory pure stocks, B-mains and features, late models, mini wedges, open wheel mods, and stingers. It's a jam-packed schedule that will leave you on the edge of your seat. Now let's talk about tickets. General admission for Friday is only $15 for adults. Saturday, the stakes get higher and so does the fun with tickets priced at $20 for adults. We've got something for everyone. Kids aged 6 through 12 can join the action for just $10 per day. And children 5 and under are absolutely free all weekend long. So whether you're a racing enthusiast, a family looking for an unforgettable weekend, or simply craving the thrilling experience of high-speed competition, Pike County Speedway is the place to be from June 30th to July 1st. Don't wait. Grab your friends and family, head on over to Pike County Speedway, and let's make some racing memories together. Get your tickets now and be part of the I-55 Street Stock Shootout. It's an event you won't want to miss. Welcome to Race Wife Unfiltered, hosted by your favorite bougie race wife, Rachel Thornhill. Every week, she shares stories of her life as a race wife and other women in motorsports, giving them a platform so their voices can be heard. Hey guys, welcome back to Race Wife Unfiltered. I am your host, Rachel Thornhill. And today we've got a special guest with us today. Uh, she is a realtor, owner of MyReplicaRing.com. She's a mom and also wife to one of the NASCAR 75 greatest drivers. So welcome, Christina Biffle. Hi, Christina. Thank you so much. Hi, nice, nice to see you. Yeah, no, um, I'm so glad that you were able to take time out of your busy schedule to come on to the podcast. Um, I know, I mean, gosh, you're, you're juggling like so many different things between, you know, being a realtor, my replica ring, obviously being a mom. And then I'm, I'm sure Greg probably keeps you pretty busy too. <laughs> he does. Yeah. He's always got me doing something road trips, wherever, wherever he wants to go. I'm there. So. I right. So yeah. So I'm sure that you guys are constantly busy. So, um, obviously being a race wife, like, so did you, were you always into racing? Like even when you were like a child or did you just like get into you know, the racing scene later on in life? 
I knew nothing about NASCAR. So I grew up in Honolulu, Hawaii, where there is no, I, well, there might be, I don't even know if there's any racing out there. Um, but when I, my parents actually retired to Mooresville. So after um, graduation in Los Angeles, I moved here to kind of start over my life and be closer to my parents. Um, so I knew a little bit when I first got here, but not as much as I, as I know now. So. Yeah. Wow. So it's like, you pretty much just got like thrown into it, um, later on in life. I mean, and see, I'm kind of the same way. Like I didn't grow up around racing at all. And then it's like, when I met my husband, it's like, oh, like, okay, we're doing this. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And I, I met Greg towards the end of his career. So all the racing that he's doing now is for fun and he enjoys it. So it's, it's a good and a, a fun time to, to travel with him and um, see what he, his passion is for racing. Yeah. And so like with the kids, obviously, you know, they're still pretty young, but I mean, are they interested in possibly racing? Yeah. So um, Greg has a daughter. She's almost 12, Emma, and she, uh, she likes go-karting when we can get out there. Um, Not really into full racing, but she does drive some cars around the property and whatnot, but riders, He's all boy and he loves his cars. I, I think we've watched cars probably five times in the last few days. Um, but he's got Greg's die pass with him everywhere we go. He has three or four of the, the big size ones. So it's it's fun to see him. Um, and obviously I, I'm not gonna deter him from doing anything, but we wanna keep him safe and try and stay out of his car for as long as possible. Right, yeah, definitely. I mean, racing is, it it's a lot safer now than what it used to be, but yeah, I mean, right. it, there's still, I mean, there's still some safety, you know, that issues that you got to think about when you're a parent, you know, um, right. you want them to be as safe as possible, and especially when they're young, like they become, they they act like they're invincible behind a race car. <laughs> they do, yeah. So I totally understand that. So, um. So, so how did you and Greg meet? So we actually met on Lake Norman. Um, he was, I think it was before the all-star race or something with the all-star race, but he was out with all of his friends and I was on another boat. I swam over, met him. I had no idea who he was. Um, and then a year later, I actually uh, thought I had seen him. So I texted him, um, and it wasn't him, but he, um, <laughs> he did me back out on the boat a full year later without talking ever. And, um, since that day, we kind of never stopped hanging out. So it's, uh, it was fun. We would love the water. Obviously we're on the lake a lot. So it was, it was ironic that we were able to meet on the water. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's crazy how like, you didn't even know that he was like a race car driver, like that he was this public figure, you know? So it's like, you yeah. kind of, so you didn't have like this like almost like a fangirling experience with him, you know? So like no. you didn't, you know, it's not like you knew him from that. And so you kind of got to kn- know him as like a regular person. Right. So, and all the people yeah. I were, I was with had weren't NASCAR fans. So they had no idea. It wasn't until I, I really asked him for his full name that I realized, I guess he. That you could Google of- him. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, okay. Right. Like I know who you are now. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's amazing though. But also it, it kind of gave you like, you weren't biased going into, you know, meeting him either. It's like, you right. just saw him as a regular person. So. Right. And he's the only person that jumped off the top with me, which I, I didn't know anybody on the boat. So he, he offered to jump off with me. I said, all right. 
guy's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, obviously, most guys that are race car drivers, they gotta have, you know, that that adrenaline experience, right? <laughs> sure, definitely. So, so obviously, Greg being one of the NASCAR 75s. So, like, what, like, what happened? Like the reaction, like when you guys, you know, found out. So I knew about two weeks beforehand, they had called me just to make sure they were sending a little care package. So I had to keep it under wraps. Um, but I've, I found out the day before that they were going to announce it. Ironically, he was on his way down to Florida. So um, I, I packed up the box and I threw it in our car. So I, he found out by himself on a boat on the water. Um, and then I surprised him with the NASCAR package with the um, official diecast at Chili's. <laughs> out of all places. So um, I gave it to the server and they brought it out as a, as a surprise. And he was definitely shocked. Um, so I put that on his Instagram, but it was, it was a good time. And he was, he was very excited and he had no idea it was coming. So he was, he was definitely honored. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, just to be named as one of the 75 greatest drivers is like a huge thing and it's a huge accomplishment and Greg deserves it. I mean, you know, he had an amazing racing career. And, um, and, you know, it, it's like, like, you know, honestly, I, I would have, I would have been like shocked if he wouldn't have been on it, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, he, he wished he would have won all three, but I believe the statistics say he's the closest driver to ever get to the all three championships. So mm -hmm. I know things every, every time they say it, but, um, I think he lost by a few points, but right. you never know we may have not have met if it um had gone that way so you never know everything happens for a reason yeah yeah i i agree and and you know it's like obviously and i think this happens with like a lot of race car drivers like if they do retire like they can't sit still and obviously yeah. based on your instagram post greg can't sit still he has to do something right <laughs> he does yeah and we actually just started his um his whatever you want to call it, YouTube series today. Mm -hmm. So he's always up to something and people are like, you guys got to film this. So <laughs> we did it and we're starting and we got some crazy stuff in the works. So um, it'll be fun for everybody to see. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and, and honestly, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have probably been like wondering, you know, what he's doing with his retirement. It's like, are you getting back into a car ever again? Are you doing this? And so like with him doing YouTube, obviously it's going to kind of give people, you know, the opportunity to see what he's been, you know, keep, you know, just keeping himself busy doing. Right. So. Definitely. And He's really talented and a lot of people I don't think know that like he can take apart a car and put it back together, um, build engines. He can do all that stuff. And I, I learned how to change a tire from him. I learned how to drive a truck from him. I never driven a truck before I met him, <laughs> um, but now I drive trailers and U-Hauls and all those things. So it, it'll be cool for, for, uh, the fans and friends to see what he's, what he's doing now. Yeah. And like you mentioned about like, like learning how to drive a truck and, and trailers and stuff. I was the same way. I didn't know how to do any of that until I met my husband. I'm like, so like you can, it's like, especially with trailers and like, depending on how long they are, it's like, how do yeah. you do this? Like without hitting things. Right. Like, right. yeah, I had that problem too. And it's like things that you learn from being around a race car driver is like, it's crazy. It puts you in a totally different element. So. It does. 
Yeah. And it makes you realize how, how um, talented they really are. So, yeah, yeah. They, they definitely know how to do a lot of things. Um, especially, especially with cars. Uh, right. yeah. Cause I was the same way. I didn't know how to like really do anything with a vehicle. Like I, I was like, Oh, what change oil? I don't know how to do that. Like I pay people to do that. <laughs> and he's like, no, he's like, no, you need to learn how to do that. And like, you know, check, check your oil and stuff like that. Yeah. I had no idea how to do any of that until I met him. It's like, so I totally see like how you kind of have to like balance both sides um, with them. So, and I'm sure the kids love having Greg around a lot now too. Yeah. I, when Emma was um, little, obviously they traveled all the time. So it's nice that he's here with her and he can go to school events and, um, and not be pressed for time and just kind of enjoy, enjoy fatherhood. Um, and with Ryder, he's, well, Ryder just goes to school two days a week. So he's with him mm -hmm. a lot of stop and, um, working and with, with Roger, his, his best friend from high school. Um, so they had a lot of fun up there. I just kind of let them do their thing. They head up there and I see him in a few hours covered in oil and grease. And it's good to see, see boys being boys and enjoying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure he's having a lot of fun doing all that stuff with his dad. I mean, like, I mean, all little boys love being around their dads, but right. the fact that it's like he gets to, you know, just do whatever with his dad during the day now, you know, now that he's mm -hmm. not so busy with racing, it's like, sure. yeah, I'm sure it's like a whole different experience. So. Yeah, definitely. I'd agree. Yeah, that that's awesome. And then, I mean, obviously, I'm sure I'm sure it gives you a break, too, you know, like, <laughs> sure. Yes, I need it sometimes. Yeah, especially with everything that you do, because I mean, obviously, with being a realtor, you know, like, obviously, you've got to meet with clients and show houses and things like that. And I, I know trying to, to, to bring a small child trying to yeah. do all that is, is not possible. So. Right? Yeah, he used to come with me everywhere. And then mm -hmm. the last year or so it's, uh, he's staying here more with Greg and my mom. Um, and that way I can work and see the house without a wild insane toddler running around <laughs> right right but i mean toddlers get into everything so it's like you can't even put them down for a minute before they're like halfway across the halfway right. across the house and you're yeah. like i just put you down for two seconds and like now i can't find you <laughs> right so so what made you want to become a realtor so I just graduated um, from the University of Southern California in Los Angeles, and I wanted to be in the FBI. That was my dream, dream job. Um, but I quickly realized I wasn't, I wasn't cut out for it. So my mom told me to move to North Carolina, start over. Um, I love traveling. I've always enjoyed traveling. Um, so I, I found out about real estate through a family friend, and you want to make as much money as you want to. You want to work as hard as you want to. You want to travel. It's, you make your own schedule. I'm like, this sounds great. Um, so I became an agent. And this will be my 12th year in real estate. So it allows me to do exactly what I said, work as hard as I want, travel as much as I want. And um, obviously you can make a decent amount of money um, depending on depending on how much you want to work. Right. So, yeah. yeah. And then especially like you, you kind of have like, you cover multiple areas. So, I mean, obviously that 
that gives you that traveling avail, you know, um, portion of it because it's like I know, like with you, it's like North Carolina and like a couple other places. Yeah, yeah so I'm licensed in five different states: uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, Florida, and Washington D.C. So kind oh. of all over the place. Um, just if clients ever need to buy something somewhere else, I can help them. Um, <laughs> so it's a lot of a lot of studying and test taking, but. Um, obviously it pays off in the end. Yeah. So how long does it take you to like become a realtor? Like, do you have, like, I, I, I know here, cause I live in Louisiana. I know like there's an actual like school that you go to, but I didn't, I don't know if it's like that everywhere. So honestly, it was so long ago. I know, <laughs> I believe it's a six week class. I mm-hmm. think, um, I think I, don't, I have no idea, <laughs> but I do know that we have to do our continuing education every year. So. Um, there's a, I mean, it's a decent amount of work and studying and getting caught up with all the new laws and all the things going on. So, um, it keeps me busy and I love, I love showing houses on the lake as well. So, yeah, I mean, with you being up there in Lake Norman, I mean, that's such a beautiful area. So like, I don't blame you for like wanting to like show waterfront homes and stuff like that. Uh, like just being on the water period. Like I'm one of those people too. It's like, I love being on the water. So, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so you obviously you're a realtor, but then also you have your own company, my replica ring.com. So, um, you know, one, tell, tell us a little bit more about that and like, what made you start that? So my replica ring is a company where you send us six to eight photos of your wedding ring from all different angles. And then our um, designers are able to CAD draw it and manufacture it with cubic zirconia and sterling silver. Um, so you'll get your ring in six to eight weeks or, or four to six weeks. I'll say four to six weeks um, and shows up on your doorstep. And that way you can leave your real ring in your safe or in your drawer and you can take your replica ring with you for traveling. So if you lose it, you're not stressed out. Um, and it's, it's going really well. Um, I, I just got an order right before we sat down. So uh, <laughs> doing a lot more Instagram and all that thing, all those type of things. But um, it, it wasn't until I got engaged that we, we love going to the Bahamas and to the beaches and I wanted to wear my ring and I'm like, this is a little sketchy. Mm-hmm. So I leave it back and I said, well, I just need to get a, a replica made. So we started it within nine months. We had our first, um, our first ring. And it's, we're selling about 20 to 30 a month and it's just kind of going up from there. So super stoked about it. Um, and I can't wait to see, see where the company goes. Yeah. I mean, and that's amazing. And honestly, it's an amazing idea because, you know, I don't think most people think about that. Um, you know, and, and I know, I know exactly like for me, like my, my rings are are antiques like they're they're much older they're vintage rings and so uh because like they were passed down um like because my wedding ring was a ring that my 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 husband's mom who passed away that it was her wedding ring and it got passed to me and yeah like i would be so devastated if i lost that like while i was traveling and so it's like yeah it's something to definitely think about um you know because i mean People lose stuff on trips all the time. <laughs> right. And everyone's like, well, you have insurance. I said, well, insurance isn't the same. You're still, it's mm-hmm. not your original ring. It's not your right. family. Um, so this kind of just 
gives you the safety and the cushion that you need for traveling. And especially if you have like like a family heirloom ring or something like that, like I have, I mean, those rings, depending on how old they are, you might not be able to replace them anyway. So yeah so now that i mean that makes a lot of sense and i yeah i think that's amazing what you guys are doing because i think more people need to do that and and think about it because it's like you know um just that or like even even if you're not even going like on a major trip but like obviously you know if you love to be on the water right Mm -hmm. and you still want to wear your jewelry it's like if you lose that in the water i mean it's gone you're never gonna (laughs) yeah Right. Like you're never going to find it. And right. so it's like, you know, if you had one of those, it's like, you wouldn't be so upset about it. You know, you'd be like, oh, well, yeah, I'm out a little Good bit of money, but right. at least it's not my real ring. Yeah. So, so yeah. that, yeah, that's really awesome. And so, um, and so obviously it's just my replica ring.com. And I know you have it. I know you have a page on Instagram, but do you have any other social media platforms that it's on? Um, so my replica is just on Instagram and our website. I tried a Facebook. I just I didn't have time for it. So <laughs> I, I don't to- blame you. <laughs> Trying to keep find- up with so many different social media platforms can be exhausting. <laughs> yeah, and I also donate. Um, I donate a lot to for silent auction items. Um. So it's a great silent auction item. And last night it just raised, I think, $315 at a charity event I was at. So that made me super happy. Um, and it kind of just gets the name out there. We're brand new. So just a few months old. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, obviously to say you're only a few months old and you're already getting those type of sales is amazing, you know, within itself. But I think it's because it's something that's really needed. And a lot of people haven't, you know, haven't right. found that it's like. They might have thought, oh, well, you know, it'd be good to have, but like they don't know of a place that would do that. Or if they went to like a regular jeweler to try and make something, yeah, yeah. it's going to be extremely expensive. So, yeah. um, you know, what you guys offer is a way more affordable option for people to be able to. And also, you don't have to like give your actual ring, <laughs> you know, yeah. you can, you send in photos. And so yeah. that, the yeah. soft photos so it's pretty it's pretty cool how the designers can and if you if you want to make changes we can um it doesn't cost anything obviously because we want it to be perfect so um it's a pretty pretty interesting technology yeah yeah it's it's an amazing thing that they're able to do that just off of photos um without you know without physically having the ring there and also right. you know for a lot of people that that's more of like uh you know, safety thing for them. Cause it's like, you know, you never know if that ring could get lost, trying to right. send it, um, you know, send it to you guys and they don't have to do that. So yeah. Um, because obviously with shipping these days, you just never know if something's going to get lost or not. Right. So, yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, that's amazing. Like all the things that you guys are doing and, um, obviously, you know, having fun at the same time, you know, it's like, you guys are not taking yourselves too seriously. Right. You know, based on, based on, you know, what you guys are posting on social media, it's like, you guys are just kind of living life and it's like, you know, being able to spend time with the kids and stuff and, you know, that, and obviously you do, you know, having your own business and being able to work your own hours, that gives you that opportunity to, you know, be, 
a mom that's around a lot and you know you're not set to like some strict hours where you're away from your kids all the time so. yes very blessed and very honored that i'm i've gotten to this position um obviously it's all my clients and friends who have helped me get here but um yeah i couldn't be here without any of them and yeah greg's definitely enjoying life he's just he's doing whatever he wants to do and um i i never say no to anything he does so I think he um, he's he's finally just having fun and enjoying enjoying his life. Yeah, you know it's it's hard for us to say no to our husbands. Like whenever they're like, you know, hey, I'm gonna go do this. Um, okay, just like yeah. just don't don't end up in the hospital. Like don't end up doing something crazy where we're gonna have a hospital bill. Like that's right. pretty much what I tell my husband too. It's like yeah. that, that's all I care about. Like. We've been we've been outside of the hospital. It's going on five years now. I want to kind of keep keep it that way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Greg was just on his um dirt bike two weeks ago and showed up covered in blood. So it was not fun. But yeah. uh, that's the first time I've ever seen him seen him fall off of something. So I told him to be more careful. Um Yeah. Especially now it's like, you know, we're not kids anymore. Yeah. Like it takes longer to recover. Right. I think he realized that very quickly. <laughs> yeah. I had to tell my husband that because he wanted to like start riding dirt bikes again too. And he was but he was doing trail rides, like the trail racing. Okay. And he hit a tree and he's mm -hmm. like um, he's like, yeah, it's taking me a lot longer to recover from that than I expected because he had to go to yeah. work the next, the next day. And I'm like, yeah, maybe you should think about doing something else. For sure. It's a little scary too, but yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, I mean, he just thought he was going to be invincible on the dirt bike for once. And it's like, um, yeah, maybe when you were like, Twelve, but right. now you're, you know, like you're, you're forty. Like it makes a huge difference now. Like, yeah, you can't do this. Anymore. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so yeah, I totally understand that. And, you know, it's like, man, like I, I get you want to like go fast, right? It's something else to go fast on, and but it's like, yeah, you gotta. There's, there's, there's no roll cage, right there. <laughs> <laughs> right, nothing's protecting you. Right, exactly. It's just you and the bike, and that's it. Um, yeah, it's it's like yeah. If you a race car, at least you have that roll cage to protect you if you hit something. But yeah, on a dirt bike, no. And that's what made him quit. He's like, yeah. He's like, you know, I think I need to just go back into something with a roll cage. That's funny. <laughs> so I totally understand that, but. Yeah, I mean, at least you know she's having fun, and obviously the the YouTube channel, like I'll I'll definitely link that your Instagram, all of that in the description, myreplicarine.com, and obviously you know your listings, your realtor listings. So if people are interested, you know, obviously, I mean, I would love to move to Lake on Lake Norman. Like just looking at the photos of these homes yeah. i'm like oh my gosh this is amazing like it's such a beautiful place it so. is it is very nice here and um it's pretty good weather all the time so it's really yeah nice uh, haven't been to N north carolina in a little while but when we went up there like it yeah it's beautiful i mean you guys have all the seasons here we pretty much just have 
summer and like we don't really get four seasons here so like when we went up we went up there in the winter and um and it's like yeah i mean it's such a beautiful place because we went to charlotte and then mm-hmm. we also went to Asheville. okay and, yeah and it's like um i mean it's such a beautiful area just right. even being by the mountains and stuff because it's like you guys kind of have like multiple things so you have mountains there you have the lakes you have everything it's like sure. totally different here you don't it's swamp and um and pretty much nothing else <laughs> like we and it's flat and yeah. so we don't really have like all of that and so it's definitely a change and so when we went up there it's like oh we love it up here it's like it's so different so. yeah come and visit anytime oh yeah jesse i told my husband i said we've got to come back um because i was talking to jacqueline drake and uh and she's like oh my god when you come up here let me know because like i want to like we need to hang out and i'm like yeah i'll let you know because like i i definitely want to make a trip back right up there because it it's it's just an amazing place so yeah and i'll let you know when i get up there to you like yeah. you know hang out for sure yeah so but thank you so much for you know taking the time out to be on here i appreciate it and like i said you know i'll link everything in the description so all you guys can definitely check out what christina and greg are doing because they're doing so many things (laughs) all the time (laughs) so you know so you guys can definitely keep up with them i appreciate you coming on well, I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. And um, if you guys ever have any questions, just holler at me. Yeah, for sure. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Christina. I know I did. Uh, she is such a lovely person to talk to. Um, and I'm glad that she was able to take the time out to be on the podcast. So um, as I mentioned, I will link everything in the description that we discussed. Also, um, I'll make sure that I link Greg's YouTube channel and his social media accounts as well. So you guys can go follow him as well. And um, one other thing, make sure that you guys subscribe to the VIP section newsletter. Um, Right now, our newsletter is still on Beehive. Um, If you were a subscriber, you would know that we will be changing platforms soon. Um, And there's going to be some other really cool things coming up, but I can't tell you, I can't tell you what they are because only subscribers get that exclusive information. So make sure you subscribe at racewifeunfiltered.beehive.com forward slash subscribe. Also, you get access to the podcast episodes before everybody else, you get access at 7 a.m. Central and everybody else gets access at 7 p.m. Central if um, if I post it on social media. So unless you follow our current guests, um, then you don't have access unless because I'm not going to post about it on social media till 7 p.m. I'm doing this on purpose because I want 
our subscribers to have that exclusive content. Um, it's a thanks to you for subscribing to the newsletter. And so you get to hear it first before anybody else. So head over to our newsletter and subscribe. And, um, besides that guys, you also get, um, a list of upcoming guests. And when I tell you our guests are amazing, like the ones that we have, like if you guys think this podcast episode was good, wait till you hear the ones that are coming up. It gets better and better. And also I am booked out until October. Y'all like when I say my mind is blown because I've been at this for six months now. That's it. Like I started this podcast 12, 22 of 22. And I did that on purpose because y'all know I love angel numbers, but I started this podcast literally six months ago. And as much as it is blown up and the guests that we're starting to get on here are becoming bigger and bigger. Um, it, it's, it's insane. And I want to thank every single one of you that listen every single week that are always sharing and, and, you know, um, just binging the episodes, uh, whatever. Um, I appreciate you guys so much. And also one more thing. I will be at Pike County Speedway for the I-55 street stock shootout. I will be there um, that weekend. So guys, if you are a listener and you are going to be heading out that way, I would love to meet you. Um, I will be there. I'll be handing out stickers. I'll I'll have a banner up, uh, all that shit. Okay. So you guys will be able to find me. Um, and I, I want to meet you guys. I want, I want to know like what you guys love about the podcast. Like if there's people that you want, um, want on it. Also, if maybe you want to be on it, if you are a woman that is a driver or a race wife or, you know, um, that's going to be there. I'd love to be able to talk to you. Uh, you know, Hey, we might be able to do a podcast episode right then and there. Um, whatever it may be. So definitely, uh, let me, guys, let me know you guys, if you're going to be out there, but, um, as always, um, guys, I'm here every Thursday and I will talk to you next week. Take care.